Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Love Rules. Happy New Year. Our message today is Sing a New Song, and our text, Psalm 98.1, Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. You know, I love old songs. Uh, New Year's Eve at uh, Roxbury Presbyterian Church's Watch Night, I played an old, old recording of Mahalia Jackson's How I Got Over. You know my soul, look back and wonder, hardly make it over. That's the kind of song that I used to listen to when I was a, a little girl. And I, I, and I really just, it just makes me feel good to hear it. I, I believe that the old songs have the power to, to really capture our worship of the Lord. They take us back in time and help us remember just how good God has been to us. But the Bible says we need to sing a new song. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. Sing a song that you have not sung before, your most excellent song, the best song that you can come up with. As you study God's word, you're going to come across this advice over and over again. Isaiah 42, Psalm 96, 98, 144, all remind us to sing a new psalm. What does that mean? Uh, Let's take a closer look at another psalm, Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Now, first of all, you've got to know, and of course you do, that the Psalms were all sung back in ancient Israel. These these were hymns that the Israelites sang to, to praise God, to question God, to, to thank God. And we don't know exactly what the trouble is, but we know enough about King David, who was one of the primary Psalm writers, to know that his life was full of trouble and, and full of sin. In Psalm 40, he writes about waiting for deliverance. Uh, He's obviously gotten himself into some kind of a fix. And if you read about David, you know that he got himself in lots of messes. And and we all know that feeling. How many times have you found yourself in a situation when, when you needed God's deliverance to get you through, to get you over, to get you by? Whatever the thing that you're going through, you can't seem to to wrestle yourself out of it. So you pray to God and then you have to wait. And perhaps you have to learn to be more patient than you normally are. Uh, There has to be a lot of times spent in prayer, in great expectation of what God will do, of God keeping his promises. But eventually, in his own time, God hears you and rescues you. 
David puts it this way. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire, and set my feet on a rock and gave me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise. Now, what I like about this particular psalm, Psalm 40, is that David says God gave him the new song. God put the new song in his mouth. New songs of praise are responses to new God rescues and new manifestations of God's grace. So God, in effect, puts the song in our mouth when God gives us something, when God is good to us, when God blesses us, when God corrects us, when God delivers us. And the Bible reminds us that God's mercies are what? New every morning. What I find so amazing and awesome about this proclamation is we are talking about an unchanging God. So how can an unchanging God do new things? Well, first we need to better understand what we mean when we say unchanging. Immutable is the word. This means that God is infinite and eternal. His character will never worsen. It'll never get better. It remains the same. Now, we're not talking about mediocre here when we say it remains the same. We're talking about a God who is so great. He is really outside our realm of comprehension. Uh, Now, that doesn't mean we can't know him, but we just don't know how great he is. That is the mystery of God. Albert Einstein, one of the greatest scientists and one of the greatest thinkers of all time, wrote, the most beautiful emotion we can experience is the mysterious. It is the fundamental emotion that stands at the cradle of all true art and science. To, to sense that behind anything uh, that can be experienced, there is something that our minds cannot grasp. Uh, this is really religiousness. And, and Einstein innately understood something we all need to remind ourselves. God is bigger than we can imagine. We have no idea as to the bounds of God's greatness. Uh, God's immutability is in line with his sovereignty, his total control over his creation, over all things past, all things present, all things future. We're talking about God's supremacy, his kingship, the godness of God. There is no one higher and no one equal. And God will be, never be less, ever. His immutability, his almightiness, his all-knowingness, his all-seeingness, all of that extends out over the universe. So this is the, the immutability kind of thing that allows God to make all things new. I am so thankful you've joined us today. Remember, Love Rules is totally listener-supported. Won't you make a donation right now to keep this program on the air? Log on to RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org and click on Giving. That's RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org. Click on Giving. Thank you. God bless you. God says, Behold, I am making all things new. But what does that mean when he says, all things new. I think that this mysterious uh, a God, this God who is bigger than we can imagine, is, is speaking of his timelessness. You see, God is not 
in time. He's outside of time. We talk about things that are old and new because we grow old. We, we see new. We, we live in a temporal situation where there is time. It's chronological, uh, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. God is outside of that. So newness is in the sense that uh, there's no way we can, we can hold God down or box God in. God is eternal. And eternity, in a sense, is always new. Think about it. When we go to heaven, when we go to glory, we won't die. We won't uh, get old. We won't grow weary. That's God's promise to us. But in the meantime, this immutable God, this unchanging God, uh, means that we have to grow (laughs) and understanding God. It's not up to God to change. It's up to us to change. And the more we see God's grace and goodness, the more we perceive these new mercies, the more we can praise God. When my children were little, I used to always wake them up by saying, today is the first day of the rest of your life. And I did that so often that they just stopped listening. As a matter of fact, they put their hands up to their ears or started going, nah, nah, nah. They didn't want to hear what I had to say because they grew tired of me. But it's true. Every day that we wake up is a brand new day, a brand new opportunity to praise God in a new way, singing a new song. Everything we do today will be different from what we did yesterday. Even if it's the same task, we'll do it slightly different. And that alone is a reason to praise God in a new way, with new words, with new uh, intention. Uh, You know, the new in the song means fresh, not previously known, experienced, or used. And when you begin to really appreciate God for his fresh blessings, for his renewal, uh, for his revival, then you can understand these marvelous things that David is talking about. Look at creation. Look at the stars and the moon and a stunning sunset, the extraordinary beauty that's all around us. Think about what God has done in your life how he has sustained you and provided for you and pulled you out of the pits and and delivered you and your family from harm. Think of all the bad times and how God has brought good out of them. I think back on the marathon bombing here in Boston. I was a part of the uh, interfaith worship that uh, the governor asked us to do and the president came after that horrendous experience in the city. And and as bad as things uh, were, in that situation, uh, God's love broke out in this city. God did a new thing in Boston through people. God's mercies are new every day. Think about that. And, and it's, it's easy to get caught up in the habits of our faith, the rituals that we do so often. Uh, you know, your prayer, your, your singing, whatever, it, it can become rote. Uh, Sometimes when we pray, we say the same thing over and over. And I have to stop myself and remember, wait a minute, I have a new opportunity to thank God. God has done something for me just now that I'm still thinking in my right mind that I'm here. And so we need to remember that. Every time Jesus preached, he preached something new. Remember the refrain he used in the Sermon on the Mount? You have heard it said, but I say. 
He used that to talk about how we think and how we act. And he, he covered all kinds of laws. And he, he said, I'm not coming to change the law. I am the law. He was singing a new song. And he gave us a fresh perspective on that. When God put on flesh, he brought new possibilities into our lives. So that's what I want you to think about this New Year's. And it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter your physical condition. Singing a new song points to the infinite power of God through Jesus Christ. There is always room for more, for different, for new. The Bible reminds us to be transformed by the renewal of our minds. Singing a new song is, is just opening up this renewal process. Uh, I want you to have a fresh, new way of thinking about and praising God. It matters. Thanks for joining me. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Love will